0: Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. If you want to start to take things to the next level, but you're not sure what's holding you back, then feel free to take my quiz. It's called the What's Holding You Back quiz, and you can find it at www.christinecorcoran.com.au slash quiz. It will take you through eight simple questions and then take you to your results, which will break down the main fear that's holding you back and ways to overcome it and resources to help support you overcoming it check it out and let me know which fear is holding you back. Now, let's get on to the episode. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to uplevel their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hi, how are you going? I hope you're having a really good day. I am excited to get into this podcast episode because it's something that I wanted to share with you because it's something that I'm working on myself. So recently I've been doing some inner work around different triggers and it's something that I definitely you know, consider probably one of the most effective types of inner work that you can do because of the fact that it shows the results start to show in your everyday life. And when you start to really look at your triggers as an indicator of what's really going on internally, you can have so many shifts that help support your growth. So I wanted to share with you, if you are experiencing the same thing where you notice certain things trigger you, but you may avoid actually looking into them a little bit deeper, and you may just kind of Rather than addressing them, you kind of just let them go and just dismiss them as if it's it's nothing important. But there is so much that we can do from understanding our triggers and what causes them and how much self-growth we can have throughout it. Often when something triggers you, you feel an emotional response, and that is literally a form of resistance. So the resistance you feel is actually indicating that there is some form of healing or resolution that needs to happen internally for us to be able to move forward. And often we will resist it and then it just continues to persist. And that's what I mean by the fact that it continues to control you. Because if you don't allow that trigger to give you the indication and to start have the take away the lesson from that trigger, then it will just continue to control you and you will have become out of control with that emotional response. So you might be thinking, well, what is a trigger? And some of you may have never heard of that term being used. A trigger is something that sets off an emotional response in you. So it's like an emotional charge. You may get angry or annoyed or upset or frustrated, or you might react with judgment, avoidance or apathy. Either way, it's something that is triggering an emotional response in you. So it might be a situation. It might be something or it might be someone. So this trigger is an indicator that there is an internal conflict or an unresolved issue that needs to be addressed. When we do this type of inner work, it's really important that we approach it with compassion, self-compassion, awareness, and curiosity. Because we want to look at it from a beautiful place that is detached. So it's not having self-judgment or self-loathing or self-hatred. It's looking at it from a beautiful place of self-compassion to go, isn't that interesting that I reacted that way? I wonder what it is that made me react that way. I wonder why I'm feeling so charged by that. I wonder why I'm feeling so annoyed or angry or frustrated by that. And just having that kind of disconnected response to really look at it from a place of self-love because through that there is no point in adding extra judgment to it because usually that inner inner turmoil or inner conflict is already causing you enough negative emotion that we don't need to add to the pile so really approach it with self-compassion and curiosity to allow that healing process to happen so then we can bring awareness to it to be able to let it go and really step into being your true self because that's what's really happening in that time when you have that emotional response. It's not really you reacting as your true self. It's usually that is because it's triggered something from the past or it's triggering something internally within you. So what's really important to notice is when you have the opportunity to find time to bring the awareness up to the surface. And so I had this recently. I recognized trigger within myself and it was actually a, a judgment on another person. So look, I'm human and please don't judge me for this, but you know, there are times where I will have that awareness and it was an internal awareness that I was really triggered by this person. And it was really interesting because I'd had a conversation with a friend about this person another time and I was also triggered, but I obviously wasn't ready to deal with it. So Recently, I had that, had a conversation where I was triggered by a conversation we were having about another person. And it's now given me an indication to really look within, to figure it out because I don't want to be triggered by by that anymore. I don't want to react with an emotional response without the self-awareness to go, okay, what does that mean about me? And what am I making it mean? And why is that creating that response within myself? Because then we get to really look at it with that beautiful self-compassion and to be able to grow through it rather than allow it to control us. I was able to then look at it from a place of a couple of different things. So what you want to consider, and I'm going to use my example throughout this, but I really want you to think about a trigger that has annoyed you recently. Okay. So think about something that's triggered you recently. Where did you get upset, angry? Did you respond with judgment? Did you get upset? Like think about that emotional trigger that you had and I want you to ask yourself, was it a situation? Was it something you were that was causing that response, or was it someone that triggered you? So bring that into awareness right now. And I want you to think about it from a place of: is that trigger, did it feel like something unresolved from the past? And your inner being will know. Your, your inner, that's why you ask yourself that question. You I can't answer that for you. You really need to ask yourself that. Do you feel like it's something unresolved from the past? If not, is it something that is highlighting where you were suppressing yourself? So did you not stand up for what you believed in? Did you not ask for what you wanted? And there was that inner turmoil because you weren't being your true authentic self. And that's the difference, right? If it's triggering from the past, so it's unresolved, it's something you need to work on from that's being unresolved, or is it some inner conflict? So the inner conflict is more of the ego trying to protect us. It's usually triggering a fear or a limiting belief. So depending on which one it is, we want to consider a couple of things. So I'm going to go through this and take you through it for you to be able to then do the inner work for yourself, because I believe that there's no point in me talking about it without giving you the tools to be able to support yourself through that healing. So not only will I give you the, uh, in the show notes, I'll give you the questions that I use, but I'll also use my example as well throughout it. So firstly, I'm going to touch on if it's an inner conflict. So is it a fear that's coming up? And a lot of the time now, these aren't questions, but I really want you to think about often it'll bring up a need within ourselves. So the ego will be triggered, right? So we'll have a situation or someone will trigger a response within us. And then the ego, which is kind of the inner being's protector, will literally come up and go, hang on a minute, I don't feel safe here. And something's got to, you know, I've got to have a reaction here or a response here. So then it has a need that it needs to fulfill. So we want to consider, is that need a need to self-protect? And that's where we will have a response of anger. We may have a response of an internal judgment. So we'll judge ourselves because of it. We may want to protect who we think we are. So it's actually a connect- connection to our identity. Or we're projecting our pain onto somebody else. Or we're avoiding that judgment. Or we're avoiding the situation of what it might mean about us. Right? We're avoiding that self-judgment. So that's where that need to protect comes into play. The other one, now there's three here. The other one is a need to seek safety. So this is where we may go into avoidance. We might recognize that there's a fear or there's a danger that we need to be aware of. This is where we'll often project and we'll have that external judgment onto somebody else. So that's where it's because we don't feel safe. So we're going to project the judgment and then we don't have to deal with it ourselves. This is where we may also distance ourselves or disconnect from the situation or someone. So just start to recognize with that situation that you brought or the person that triggered you in the initial um, when I first asked you that, think about it. Is it a need to self-protect? Is it a need to seek safety? Or is it the third one, the need to self-comfort? So this is where we have internal self-loathing. We may experience loneliness, fear or guilt or sadness and the need to actually comfort ourselves. And that could be a reaction where we um, remove ourselves from the situation or it could be that we eat or we drink or we do something to numb ourselves, right? So usually it'll be one of those three, a need to protect, a need to seek safety, or a need to have self-comfort. So just be aware of that. And when we start to have that awareness, so say you've, you've say for the situation I'm talking about, right, I uh, noticed myself judging another person, and I didn't like how that made me feel. And it was really interesting. So when I then started to go through the process of doing the inner work, I started to notice that what was the reaction? Okay. It was anger, right? I was projecting judgment onto another person, projecting my pain onto another person, and then avoiding self-judgment. So often the way that our brain works, right? When we project onto another person, we kind of like, we're redirecting the conversation onto another person. So then with the hope that, that the person we're talking to then doesn't judge us right so we're literally self-projecting so I noticed that that's what it was so then that is a need to self-protect so I was wanting to protect myself and that was really interesting for me because I was really like looking at it from a place of "Hmm, why do I do that like why do I get such an angry response and start to judge in that situation And so I started to really think about, okay, I really need to do some self-work here because this is starting to control that conversation around that person. And I choose not to to do that anymore. And I don't want to be that person. I would rather be someone different that doesn't respond in that way. I'd rather be a compassionate uh, person that sees all sides of the story, right? So this is where I then went, okay, I need to start doing some internal work. So I'm going to continue this on, but if if yours was a situation, I'm going to come back to that, okay? So let's say your trigger was similar to mine where you were triggered by another human being. So let's go through the questioning techniques that I used to really uncover what was causing that trigger. So who is it that triggers you? I want you to really think about that and use a ju- these journaling prompts to really uncover and overcome the trigger. So what is it that triggers you about them? Get really specific, get as specific as possible and really figure out what specifically is it that triggers you about them. So for me, I was getting triggered by another person who wasn't very ethical in the way that they did things and I was judging them based on other people's opinions. I was judging them on results that they've achieved and their success that they'd had. Right. So, and I noticed that the way that they go about achieving that success was quite unethical and that really triggered something within me. So I wanted to get specific as possible. So then it was kind of bringing it back to going, well, I'm also triggered, kind of triggered a little bit of jealousy to go, well, I want the success that they want, or sorry, that they have And then I also then reflected that back on myself to really go, okay, so I noticed that that's a jealousy that I actually want what they have, but I don't want to be the person they're being. I don't want to do the unethical things that they do to achieve the success that they have, right? So it's really having that real internal look to go, well, I don't want to sell my soul to do this. I don't want to do it the way that they're doing. And that's why it was so triggering for me. And the next part is what emotions did that bring up in you? So really uncover what the emotion is that was charged. So for myself, it was anger, it was resentment, it was jealousy, it was fear. So it was really interesting to go, that's fascinating that that's what the emotions were that that brought up because I was really able to look at it from a place of, I wonder why that is. And then you want to go through, what about that person are you missing? Like, what are you choosing not to see? So then I was able to have a come from a completely different space, a different perspective to go, what am I kind of deleting here? So for me to believe this thing about this judgment about this person, then I'm actually discounting all the other things that they do. And I'm actually eliminating all the other um, achievements that they've had or I'm eliminating the fact that they're a human being and they are doing the best they can with what they have with the knowledge they have with the experience they have and they're doing what they think is right okay and so even though i may not think it's right i need to have that place of self-compassion as well as compassion for another human being to see that hey you know what like they are doing the best that they can so i was able to then come from a completely different position to go well actually that uh trigger was all about their being inauthentic and their um, judging them for for the person that they are that I perceived them to be. But what am I missing? I'm actually discounting all the things that they've possibly done that's great. I've also discounted the fact that there are people that love them and that have actually gotten good results and that I am also noticing the jealousy as well. So I'm looking at it from the place of, well, I'm jealous of what they've achieved. And then that's rather than actually, and this is what we do with judgment, right? We then pass it on to another human being. We pass it off ourselves because we want to protect who we are and what we believe that might mean about us. So then it was having that self-awareness to go, interesting, I was jealous because I want what they have, but I don't want to be the person that they're being. And then I started to really uncover the next level of fear that that was then sitting inside me. So then the next question is, what do I see in them that I fear in myself? Right? Fully deep work. And I know that's really difficult to really consider. But when you sit down and you journal on these, it's fascinating how your inner being already knows. It, like, you know within yourself, the yourself truth So being able to really come from that place of going, what is it that I see in them that I fear in myself? So having that other perspective to go, actually, I see this in them, and I don't want to be like that. I see the, them doing this, and I don't also don't want to do that. So then I fear that I may be not good enough, or not smart enough, or have what it takes, right? So we really start to see that fear that's that's causing this trigger, that's actually creating that emotional response. that has nothing to do with the other person. <laughs> as much as we like to believe it does, It actually has so much more to do with what we've got going on internally that we are choosing not to see and that we haven't actually brought awareness to. So then we want to consider, what do we want to make this mean? Because we get to then choose what we want to make it mean and what we would like it to be instead. So then we ask ourselves, what would I like it to be instead? And then in this situation, because it is another person, I then also chose to ask myself, who do I want to be instead in this situation? So then I was able to come back to a place of, well, I would like to come from a place of understanding, compassion, being kind, supportive and celebrate another person for their successes. So once going through that journaling prompt and that experience of journaling through the fears and the emotions and the triggers, it helps you to completely think about it in a different perspective that helps you to heal that part of yourself Now, there's obviously a lot more healing that you can do throughout this. So we can do with matrix therapies or with NLP, we can actually clear that person. So then you can start to really release any emotion that's really just still connected there and actually disconnect from that human being if you feel it really needs it. So if it's someone a really huge negative influence on you, then I would definitely suggest doing that. But sometimes if it's just a, something that happens and that you've noticed it happen once or twice, it might be something so simple that you can work through yourself with these journaling prompts. Okay, cool. So let's go back to it being an unresolved thing from the past. So let's say it was a situation or something that you've identified was a past experience that it reminds you of. So then you would, um, again, do a little journaling exercise where you ask yourself, what is it about the past experience that triggers you? Because again, it's actually not about the present experience that you're going through, is usually from a past experience that it could it's that compound effect that it if it continues to happen then the trigger even gets bigger and bigger and bigger and if you don't deal with it and if you don't look back and actually work through that healing process then it will continue to get bigger and bigger and then the next time it happens you'll blow up even more so this is why it's so important to work through this stuff so what is it about the past experience that triggers you And really get specific here, like really try to figure it out. Like what is it that happened in the past that really triggered you? What are the emotions that you're noticing that you feel based on that past experience? So what is the emotions that come up? And are they the same as the emotions that you're having in the present experience? And then I want you to consider with the past experience, what did you want to say or do in that situation that you didn't do? Because I guarantee you there's something about there's some self-suppression there. There is, you know, a past experience where you didn't get a chance to react the way that you would have liked to react. And then there's some pain there that needs to be healed. So then you want to ask yourself, if another person was actually part of that past experience, then you also want to maybe ask yourself, what did you want to say to that person that you didn't get to say? And could you say it out loud now? And if it is connected to another person, then I would actually think about writing them a letter to really get all of it off your chest. You don't have to send the letter, but at least get it out of, you know, out of your head because it's going to continue to come back to bite you in the butt. So then you want to ask yourself, how did you want the other person to respond? So if you ask that question, if you said something specifically to that person, how would you have liked them to respond? Because then sometimes it's this unsaid thing that keeps playing on our minds that continues to trigger these emotions because we didn't get an actual chance to say what we wanted to say. So just by getting it out helps you to have closure in that situation. And then you want to think about how has your interpretation of that past event affected how you view the situation here in the present? So what have you made it mean? Like, what is it? What is your interpretation of that event? Did you feel like you gave away something? Did you feel like you had to surrender something or in the form of, like, your power or your self-determination? Like, what was it about that event that made you – that triggered those emotions? Like, so say if that – in the earlier question where you wrote down what are the emotions that you're noticing you feel and you – maybe you came up with three different emotions. Maybe you were, like, sad or upset or angry or – lonely or whatever the emotions were, then use each emotion to really figure out what you've made that mean, right? So it's like, every time that situation happens, then I feel that emotion or is it that, well, because I, that happened in the past, that means I am no longer lovable or because that happened in the past, it means I will no longer be able to have what I want here in the present. Like, what have you really made it mean? So when you uncover that, it is really powerful to really have that self-awareness to go, wow, like, That's why it's so triggering. That's why it's so emotionally charging for me because I've made it mean something about who I am as a person, which may not be true, but this is what our brain does. It needs to make sense of something. So it will make sense of it, whether it's a positive or negative outcome. So really have that interpretation and write it out onto a piece of paper and decide why is it now time to change that interpretation that you have of that event? Because when we, we need to really have leverage on ourselves to go, why, why is it important that you change it? To really have that self-awareness to go, it's really important to me because I no longer want to show up as this person. I no longer want to be triggered by this when this happens, because this is not who I am. I don't want to respond with anger. I don't want to respond with fear. I want to be able to have have compassion and really be a part of, you know, believe in myself and my abilities to achieve what I want to achieve. And if that interpretation of your of that past event is preventing you from believing that, then absolutely, it's time to change it. So then you ask yourself, what could you make it mean instead, and really take the time. and Often people kind of skip over this part, but it's really the most important. Where you need to make different meaning from the, for that past experience, make it mean something different. What other perspective could you have that would shift how you felt about that experience? And look, I've done this in the past where I've had a situation where I noticed that I had a fear of humiliation and sort of thought back to situations were triggering me in the present about that fear of humiliation. And then I was able to trace it back to an experience in my teenage years where I felt humiliated and I was able to really look back at that. And not only did I allow myself to look at it from a different perspective, but I also actually asked other people for their perspective. So the people that were involved in that uh, teenage experience, I actually reached out to them. One of them was my sister and she gave me a completely different recollection of that experience, right? So she made it mean something completely different to what I made it mean. And her meaning was so positive that I actually chose to adopt that meaning for myself, because it was so much more powerful for me to believe that what she saw in me was that I was able to have fun and enjoy myself and not care what people thought. Yet the way I had recollected that memory, the way that I interpreted that event was that it made it mean that people would humiliate you when you had fun, right? Totally different interpretations but we get to choose what we make it mean. So that's why it's important that you allow yourself to really dive into that question and say, what could I make this mean instead? Now I want you to imagine if you are able to really work through these triggers, imagine what life would be like if you no longer triggered in that type of situation or by that sort of person. Imagine if you were able to have complete compassion, understanding, kindness, be supportive And celebrate that human being or celebrate the situation from a completely different perspective. Imagine if that no longer triggered you. What would life be like if you actually allowed yourself to not be triggered? That's how powerful these processes can be. You're able to really release those past experiences and have a completely different experience of them. So then you can move forward and not be triggered anymore. And when you're able to not be triggered in a negative way, you're able to find so much peace within yourself so then you can move forward. And that inner peace is a beautiful way of being able to show up authentically as well. Because when you are triggered and you react with that emotional response, you're not really being yourself. You're responding to past experiences, right? So being able to really look at it from a place of self compassion and then truly step into who you want to be and articulate that. That's why they added that question at the end of that the the trigger for someone was, who do you want to be instead? So taking that time to really think about it from, if you were able to release this now, who could you be in the future? So if you saw yourself in a similar situation or interacting with a similar person or that exact person, who could you be instead? How could you react differently? What would be different if you now no longer believed that or no longer felt that? And when you're able to let go on that level, the trigger will no longer control you and life will be so different in such a positive way. So I really hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed putting it together and allowing you an insight into some of the self-work that I do with myself. I would love for you to connect with me over on social media on Facebook or Instagram. You can find me at Christine Corcoran underscore coach and yeah, let me know what trigger you've been able to work through from this episode. Thanks so much for listening and I'll speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed today's episode of the next level life podcast i'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode so please share with me on instagram and facebook and if you feel so moved please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level